Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business, and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and, more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five- and six-figure launches, tripled their income, and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. I am so excited to introduce you to my incredible friend and client, Marie Eddings. Before I introduce Marie, though, I wanted to share a little bit of context around this episode. I shared a post on social media a little while back about how I've been feeling really challenged showing up in the online space this year, that it's felt hostile and it's made me want to not show my full self out of fear. When I shared that, it got a whole lot of interest from so many of you, which you told me was because you'd been feeling the same. I've been having a whole lot of conversations with my clients and my friends about the energy we bring to the online space this year. And with that, what our energetic responsibility is. And there is no one that I believe to be more suited to discuss the topic of energy in the online space than Marie. So with that, allow me to introduce you to her. Marie Eddings is an energy-sensitive change leader and energy healer who's on a mission to expand the energy consciousness of the world through her training programs, Divine Leaders of Change, Sister Mind, and the Energy Academy. She is also the host of the podcast, Divine Leaders of Change, and her aim is for us to ask and ponder the following three questions. What if you were never conditioned with a patriarchal mindset, structure, or system? Who would you be instead? And now that we're here, how do we lead our way out of it? This is her ride or die focus for how she wants to contribute to the world and help women expand their energy consciousness so that they too can hold their power in any situation and in any room. And as a result, shift that paradigm that we all experience. It's time for women to step into their role as divine leaders with curiosity and a knowing that this is the role they were born to play. Enjoy this episode. We go quite deep and I found myself taking a bunch of notes as Marie spoke. I hope you get as much out of it as I did. I'm so happy to have you here. This is so good. I feel like whenever I talk to you, and I shouldn't say this is actually no, I can say this. I've because I've said it to you before. I was going to say a coach shouldn't say this, but I'm totally going to. I feel like I learn just as much from you in like our one to one sessions, which is really special for me, and also quite a selfish thing to say, isn't it? No, no, no. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here, Ali. This is going to be 
a lot of fun. I always love interacting with you. So thank you for having me. Such a pleasure. I'm so delighted you're here. So we're going to talk about a whole bunch today in terms of in relation to energy in the online space. And so this is something that's been coming up heaps with my community and and with clients. And, you know, I know we've talked about it on our inner circle calls, just like essentially how do we show up in the online space right now? What's going on? Why does it feel hard sometimes? Why does it energetically feel really challenging and really full on online? And so before we dive into all those things, I think what will be so helpful is if you can just share a little bit about your background, because you have such an incredible, diverse range of knowledge when it comes to this entire area body of work. I don't even know how to distill it down. So can you just share with us a little bit more about like your journey and and how you got to here? I'd say I'm an energy sensitive change leader and I'm also a healer. I fit into the world of energy But my specific focus is helping people who want to lead change know how to do that by understanding their vibration. So that would be my catch-all who I am. And how I got here, sometimes I look back and I go, oh, my God, remember that person? I used to be an executive director in a global investment bank. And even saying that feels odd. So I spent a lot of time sitting around boardrooms and executive rooms And it was when I was sort of in my late 30s, which is very common for women, we start to ask lots of questions. Our throat chakra opens and it's like, what is going on? I have more questions I'm getting answers. And what I found was I started to tap back in to realise that I was picking up on other people's energy in the boardroom Mm -hmm. and it didn't feel good. So it took me into a reflective space of, Remembering I'd always been sensitive and I'd shut it down, but that I, this is not the life I wanted. I really felt quite broken spiritually, emotionally, and physically. My body was screaming out to do something different, but I didn't have any real insight or tools to know what to do with that. So I planned an exit like any good you know, planner at the time that I was. <laughs> Ellie will laugh because, you know, I'm not a planner anymore. <laughs> I was definitely a big, big planner back then and I planned an exit and that included going and re-educating myself and I was really called to coaching. And in coaching, that took me to NLP and I was doing my Masters of NLP. They had this 14-hour module of energy and it was my life changed. I understood why my relationships were the way they were, why my health was the way it was, everything just fell into place and started to make sense. And so it helped me define my next path. And so over the last decade, I have been educating myself, teaching, defining, helping people in corporates, performing arts, children, couples, women, understand their vibration and how it impacts their life, basically. And in doing that, I've been able to tap into the flow of vibration you know, we, we learn a lot that masculine and feminine energy is one or the other, but in truth, in, there is actually more to it than that. And so my work and what I've been doing over the time is really testing that out in all situations to say, is it really, does it really flow that way? Do we really get the vibration that easily in some really unexpected uh, situations? So I'm really, I love what I do because I know that I've practiced it I've experimented on people without them knowing in corporate environments and with my clients. And I've really got this a deep understanding now of how we break the cycles by understanding our vibration. These concepts for some might be like, 
I'm right there with you. Hear you sounds amazing for others. And I've absolutely been in this space before, probably, you know, first couple of years in the online space are like, what are you talking about when you're even referencing energy, like masculine, feminine, like vibration, what, like, please explain, hashtag, please explain. (laughs) So let's start with the hashtag, please explain. Can you distill down when you're talking about energy, what you mean? And then I think just speaking to some of those concepts that you spoke to just now, the word vibration, masculine and feminine energies, can, can we just distill those down into just some definitions to kick off with? Brilliant. So we think of the macro version of energy, you know, Mr. Einstein or his wife, depending on what you've read, you know, everything is energy and energy is everything. So everything that we see and feel in our universe has an energetic vibration to it, which means that if you touched it, if you felt it, it's moving all the time. On the micro as a human being, that means our core operating system is energetic. And we all have a blueprint of how we have made meaning of ourselves, the conditions that our environment has created for us. And when I, why I love working with energy is because it's full of information and data. So we experience ourselves by the external world being reflected back to us. That would be an energetic match for where we're at. So for those who have a new to this term of vibrational energy, it's that understanding that there is another layer to who we are that determines your experience in life. When we look at behaviour, our human behaviour, that is a vibrational expression of who we are. So all of our behaviour can be mapped to see that, let's look at some of them so we get specific. Behaviour like judgement and denial and blame and justification vibrate really differently to behaviours like truth, transparency, compassion and wisdom. So we can determine where we're at vibrationally by understanding our behavioural lens. So we're leaving a blueprint everywhere we go. Yeah, I hear you on that. And so ultimately, you know, I I love that you said it's that vibrational expression of who we are. It's like, so if we're talking about our vibration, then it's, well, what are our behaviours? Because ultimately that connects to what our vibration is. And then can you just share as well around the terms masculine and feminine and what you mean when you're referencing masculine and feminine energy? Absolutely. So they're not related to gender at all. They're related to the quality of the vibration. Every single human has those two qualities within their body. You might have heard the terms yin and yang. Mm -hmm. The yang is the masculine and the yin is the feminine. So they're always in a dance together. They're always connected. We can never really be, you know, one without the other. We just have to understand that the vibrational dance they're doing together. So when we talk about masculine energy, a lot of people think that's about process and systems and thinking and logic. And when we talk about feminine energy, we're talking about how we receive and how we connect and how we think, how we feel. The truth is that our energy is on a spectrum. And so we have contracted masculine and contracted feminine, and then we have expanded or divine masculine and divine feminine. When we connect with those different vibrations, we are behaving really, really differently. So we're very used to in our society knowing what a contracted masculine person would be behaving like. This is when we see lots of judgment and denial and justification. It's really black and white. It's all or nothing. And the energy is moving away from us. So we receive that energy from other people and it can feel really negative or harsh or hard. 
So we, we're used to what that feels like, but we may not know that's what it's called. And our contracted feminine is that energy that makes us feel that we retreat, where we step away from things. Both of those contracted spaces are how we make ourselves feel safe and we actually water down who we are to fit in. And a lot of us travel with that energy because that's the energy our current society is built on. That's how it's been created. And so we're dancing with these energies all the time without realising that's what's happening. So when I hear you speak about the contracted masculine and the contracted feminine, I instantly think about the online space. And this is something I'm so excited for us to talk about next year. And I think about the online space in 2021, so right now, and how heavy it's felt. And I know I did a social media post about this recently, about how there was a period of like three to six months where I felt so challenged to show up online because I was, and looking at this, I'm like, I was experiencing at times the contracted masculine and at times the contracted feminine. Like I wanted to retreat. And I also felt the harshness of so much that was going on in the online space. And so can we just talk a little bit about maybe before we even go into responsibility in the online space around energy, what have you witnessed in the online space over the last year or the last two years as it relates to energy? Can you explain your thoughts around why so many people are feeling like the online space has felt really heavy and challenging? Yeah, I mean... The online space has this beautiful view of the world because it's a mishmash of our collective energy. So while we might think we're individual, because we are vibration in nature, we are also contributing to, you may have heard the term, the collective energy. Mm-hmm. So what we're feeling in the online space is a more palpable understanding of what that collective feels like. And our collective energy, if we were mapping it, would be in that really deep contracted masculine and feminine. They're dancing together. And it's one of the reasons why we find conversations challenging and why conversations don't seem to go anywhere or they've become very positional. If you don't agree with me, then I can't be, you know, your friend anymore. We see a lot of that behaviour. Vibrationally, they're stuck in a dance between that really entrenched uh, contracted masculine, which is saying, to make me feel safe, I need to have more control. So I'm going to put more control over your behaviour and if you don't behave the way I want you to, then I'm out. And so we see this division occurring because when we're in contracted spaces of energy, what that means is that we have less available to us. We have less available for us to make decisions. We have less capacity to take in information. We have less ability to trust because now contracted spaces, what is being poked at the most is mistrust. Like that is why contracted spaces feel can feel hostile and aggressive mm-hmm. because they start at the premise of nothing can be trusted here. So I must armour up to hold control to make myself feel safe. So the online world, we feel that every day just by what we're scrolling through we feel that palpably and we are responding going, wow, I don't feel safe to use my voice. Or if I say what I really think, people are going to attack me. Or, And we start to step out of the space. We stop using our voice. And then we physically start to take on what that manifestation looks like, which is exhaustion, fear, and we start to doubt. Yes. 
tick, 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 have experienced all those things. You just said like you need to put on your armor to make yourself feel safe. I was literally saying to a girlfriend just a couple of days ago that the more my business grows and I show up online, especially right now, the more I have felt like I've had to put on armor to show up. And so there's been times where I just haven't shown up as much or, or I've like, I've shown up more online over the last year, like from my office, because it's like, I'm showing up in relation to my work, but it doesn't feel as safe anymore to bring everyone with me into other parts of my life. And she is very wise. And she said, you know, perhaps this is part of your journey is actually like not armoring up and, you know, continuing to show up in full expression and full vulnerability, knowing that you're really safe to do so. And I said, yes, I really hear how that can be part of my journey. And the thought of it feels energetically exhausting. And so I'm kind of taking us a little bit off base here and asking a very selfish question, but I know that my peeps are going to really resonate with this. Like, what would you say to me there? How do I show up knowing that I'll be armorless? And it's like, that's my protective coat, especially as someone who identifies as being really, you know, highly sensitive and empathic. How do I do that? It's such a great question, Ali, because one thing when we, because we're so used to this contracted energy because, you know, it's where we've born competition. It's how we've been, we see our world through a hierarchy. It's where we compare. So there's part of all of us that's really conditioned to that way of thinking. Right now, though, it's become even more contracted and more people are in the space. So it's like an amplification process. And I want to be really clear, it's not about the topic. This is not a topic-based thing. This is about our consciousness. We could put another topic in here and see the exact same behaviour. It's just something because everyone on the globe, you've got more energy focused on the one thing that we feel it more and it feels more amplified. And it's activating what's been below the surface for a very long time. So I just want to be clear that when we're talking about this, there's not an opinion about the topic. It's the behaviour we're talking about. So when we, we feel it, well, there's a part of us that's activated going, oh, there's a part of me that can participate in this. There's a part of me that can really go to town here. There's a part of me that could actually have a strong opinion and, you know, sway through this. But we also know that that's not who we really are. If we've stepped into this space of being, you know, wanting to lead with our heart and serve, there's this juxtaposition that says, hang on a minute, that's not who we are. How do I connect with that other part now? I think the opportunity for people, and what I would specifically say to you, Ali, is this is let's help you expand into spaces where we build trust mm. and we build transparency. We're not meant to go out there naked saying, look at me and my vulnerability and, you know, hold me because people that are in this contracted space of energy have no capacity to do that. And we have to stop looking at them as the people that we need approval or safety from. We have to create that safety for ourselves. And so we want to work with our expanded energies of expanded masculine and feminine. That's the only place we really find them. So what I hear when I hear you say that is like, instead of thinking about utilizing that energy online, start by just reinvigorating it in your sense of self and in your day-to-day life and keep being that human with my clients, for example, and like on, you know, our group coaching calls and all of those things, knowing that in doing so I'm connecting back to myself again, and that will naturally 
flow into the online space as I allow it to where I feel safe to do so. But I don't need to go in armorless and just like throw myself out there vulnerable. Energy always wants to be expanded. It loves being expanded. So there's no one right now who's having a great time in this contraction. No one's loving it unless they're really entrenched and they have narcissistic behavioural personality. They're not loving this at all. Mm -hmm. The beautiful thing about when we work with energy and vibration is it goes to where there's more expansion. So for as an online business owner right now, when we spend more time focusing on, you know, how can I be more expanded in my space? Where do I build more trust for myself so that I'm not even being activated? I don't see this energy anymore. I have no connection to what other people are doing energetically. When I build out my space, this amazing thing happens is the people that are looking for that step up and go, that's who I need to follow and they can see the contrast. So the more contrast we have in energy vibration, the easier it is for people to go, ah, and because we feel it, energy, the currency of energy is our feeling and our emotions, we are naturally attracted to it. So if we're sitting there as an online business owner now going, how do I get out of this mess? My clients are distracted. My offers aren't selling and I'm feeling this angst. It's a beautiful opportunity to sit back, take some space, reflect and say, "Mm, how can I actually go a little bit deeper in my work right now? What is something else that I've been a little bit hesitant to dive into that I now want to explore that's going to require me to do a bit more on my end and build my protection of, they're not protection when we're in that divine energies, it's that I trust what I know, I believe what I know, I tap into my wisdom more and I bring that more light energy into my space. Yeah, you know, I, I've got a half-written post um, to go up on socials and it's essentially like she's got the energy of someone who spends a lot of time offline right now and like speaking to that person and the energy that person embodies. And I really hear you on like the simplified answer here with some of this is like spend a little bit more time offline right now. <laughs> And that's something that I've been saying a lot and maybe we've had this conversation, but generally with clients is like, just because we have online businesses doesn't mean we need to become deeply embedded in being online all the time. Like I don't spend loads of time online. I go in, show up, build relationships, focus on my people and I get out because I know that especially right now, it's so much easier to be me and to be really in like who I am deeply when I'm not in the online space all the time. And so that's kind of the big thing I'm hearing and feeling from you in so much of this is like, this is an opportunity. If you're feeling squashed or hindered or like the harshness of the collective energy, it's like, of course, because you beautiful human are not resonating with that because it is so contracted right now. And that's not your natural state. And so allow yourself to be in your natural state in full recognition that the online space is going to feel like the antithesis of that, but you have the power still to go in, in your beautiful aligned energy, do the thing, show up as you be you and get out. And as I'm speaking as well, I think something that will really resonate with a lot of people listening is that we tend to, when we're building our business, especially go into the online space, looking at what other people are doing, thinking that we need to show up in the same way. And because so many people are in this energy right now, 
that's probably why it's going to feel so misaligned because it's like, well, that doesn't feel quite right for me though. Like that doesn't feel good. Yeah. So that, that really makes a lot of sense. It's like, well, of course it doesn't feel good because they're showing up in that energy that you don't want to be in. That's right. And so when we, we understand that's contrast to vibration, we go, ah, oh, follow the energy because energy doesn't lie. So mm-hmm. follow your energy that feels more expanded where you feel grounded and you're really tapping into your wisdom and intuition, which is the aspects of our divine and expanded feminine, where we build that evidence that oh, how I feel is more powerful so if you feel more expanded, do more of that. That's just the, you know, the back of the envelope. Keep going back there. And remember that there are people in your community online that are looking and craving and needing people like you. Like we can all want to check out because it feels heavy and it feels unbelievably gross, but people are also wanting to know how to get out of it. Like they don't want to be there. So the more that we can do it, whether it's through, you know, a post automated or we only turn up for a certain amount of times, Just remember that expanded energy has far more power than any contracted energy we can have. Like there is a vibrational difference in that energy that is palpably so much bigger that we forget. So your little bit of expansion will dwarf a whole lot of contraction. So we don't have to carry the same level of responsibility or feel like we have to solve all the problems, which is what's happening in contracted energy. We just have to remember to lean deeper into what makes us happy, what makes us feel good, how do we can be expanded and grounded, and you'll start to see the shift of people connecting with you. And so what would you say then, like, I want to say like, and I feel like we've joked about this before, how there's almost like the energy police, like (laughs) this is how you need to show up. And so I'm mindful that I don't want to ask this question as though we're pretending to be the energy police right now. I don't know why, but I'm doing a dance. Like I'm some kind of like robotic engine. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) But I don't know why I'm doing this. No one can see this. This is audio, but (laughs) seems to make my point. So being mindful that we do not want to be the energy police, but just thinking about how we want to show up both for ourselves and our communities right now. What do you believe our responsibilities are as coaches, creatives, consultants, thought leaders showing up in the online space, knowing that we really want to do our best to be an expansion and to support our people and show up in an energy that is, is akin to our natural state. What do you believe is our responsibility in doing that? This is a great opportunity for us to go back and connect with our vision of why we're in business yeah. and then bring the energy that we want to have in that space, not the energy that we think is available to us. So we can all be in contracted energy. We all have it. That's available to us every single day. We can go into our amazing, you know, contracted feminine and throw pity parties and have tantrums, but not all energy. That's not the energy that's going to connect you to your vision. And so not all energy allows us to be those leaders of change that creates change opportunities. So when we reflect back and we say, well, why am I actually doing this? What is my business about? What is my why? And how do I bring that to the world so that I know that I'm as expanded as I can be? Because your expansion and my expansion are different. This is not a tick the box. Oh, cool. I got to level five. Oh, I got to level six. This is all dynamic and flow and about where you're at. And we're always meeting people when they're at different stages of their evolvement and development. There's not a platform that we get to with expansion. It's all relevant to us. And so we need to be really clear on what that relativity is. 
that means us practicing and that might means us calling out and understanding how do I actually behave when I'm in a contracted masculine? Oh, there I go. So we can pull our vibration back out again. We can really see it clearly. So without being the police, it's not about copying. And we'll see a lot of people come into the online space new, as you say, looking around going, I'm going to make my mark and I'm going to be like Ellie Swift. But they're going to bring their contracted space because they're already not being who they are. We need to be careful to become really vigilant of what energy we're in what we're bringing to the table and always thinking, is that connected to my vision or am I reacting to what I'm seeing around myself right now? I think they're the two ways that you can keep yourself on an even keel. I love that because as you know, I speak and teach so much around shining online is about, you know, tapping into your unique blend of magic and then showing up from that space. And so it's never been more true than right now that we need to do that. And so, you know, practically speaking, it's like less time looking around at what everyone else is doing. You've already got examples of how people are showing up online. Now just asking like, how do I want to show up online? What feels fun for me? What feels joyful for me? How can I connect with my people? You know, we were talking about this just before we got on about how like I showed, I pulled a card reading the other day and it was like, the worst card reading ever. And I cracked up laughing. And I know something I love about you so much is your sense of humor. And I know that whenever we're talking about, you know, these more intense, what can feel like really big topics, like energy is like, actually, we can talk about this with like a full sense of humor. And that's the best way to do it. And um, pulled this card spread. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, are you kidding me? And I was joking. So I was like, I always pull great card spreads. Like, what's this bullshit? You know, also was like, I know what this is about. Like, I know what's going on here for me. But made a joke about like needing to burn the card deck. And I have had more DMs from that than I've had in such a long time about anything. And it just made me crack up so much that that example was something. It's like people lean in so much when you're just being your full, honest self. When people are in contracted energy, they don't have the space to take in everything. So we think about an aerial view, looking down on the energy from a vibration perspective. These The people that are in deep contraction are in inertia. They don't know how to make decisions. They can't take in anymore. That's why they've become positional and they've shut off or they've retreated. Where, so when we want people to reconnect with us, I believe that's our responsibility for an online business is to build trust. And right now, it's always the case, but right now, even more specifically, is that might mean that we take how we connect with people into smaller chunks. So your example of, you know, that spread is that that's something people can relate to. They feel safe. It's all about safety. I can connect with someone. I feel seen. I don't feel like I'm going to be threatened. And we open up that trust valve again. Because what's going on in the world is about mistrust, we need to go the other way. And so we can find ways in our where we communicate with our people and our community to rebuild that trust. So I'd think it as a redoing. How do I re-go here now? Because you have amazing things to offer. We can't wait for the contraction to stop. We can't wait for everybody to go, okay, um, I get it now, I feel better, because that's going to take years. Mm. We're rewiring how we turn up as individuals and this contrasting energy is actually helping us do that. What do you think right now are the biggest challenges that we're seeing online? Like if we were to just go there with, because I think almost calling them out 
will help people identify them and recognize them as contracted behaviors. Like just, can you just label some of the things that you're saying? I'm happy to do the same as well. Contracted energy feels really heavy, but let's just make a little fun about when we see this behavior. Now we know what it's doing. So let's on the card theme pulling, because I think a lot of people use cards in the morning and we sit our day up and we might have a routine. But when we bring contracted masculine energy to that exercise, it sounds more like this. So we get our card deck and we start to shuffle and we start to say, all right, I need a good card today, but I don't want that bloody tower card because that, that card really means I'm not in tower today. No, I need a bit of I need a bit of juice. And the card comes out and it's not the card we want. Put that card back in because that's not what I need today. God, this card's really crap. I know better. I know how to do this. Just give me the shortcut. And we've all been in that energy where we want the card to define who we are. So when we're in contracted masculine, we want the external environment to validate us. Mm. And so the card can make us, you know, just give me the deck and I'll pick the card that I need today because I know what's best. That's what contracted masculine feels like. I have the answers. I will take control because that's how I feel safe. And even with playing with innocent cards can become a very aggressive type environment and we can throw them and I know you joke that day time throw this against the wall but when we we start off looking at what we're doing needing to have a specific outcome to feel good and feel safe that's the contracted masculine the contracted feminine would go oh my god that must mean something really bad about me Mm -hmm. like oh no I'm gonna have to like really think about this because those connections are there we overthink and we think like something's been taken away from us because our divine contracted feminine needs a lot of reassurance that the environment will hold them and be safe and not you know bark them down but when we look at when we're more expanded spaces and i know some of the photos that you show you've got your spread and you've got your journal and maybe a cup of tea that's a beautiful photo But in creating that photo, we may sit and we might reflect and we might be journaling and we might say we might be in gratitude. We're looking for space in those environments. We're taking time. And then we do our card pull and we go, oh, I can see the connection now and it activates creativity and intuition. Now, it can be the exact same card that you've pulled in your contracted masculine. (laughs) It's not the card. It's the vibration you bring and what you can see. So when we're in contracted spaces, we have less openings for us to make connections to our creativity, our intuition, our wisdom. We see less opportunity for our clients. We see less opportunity for our business. And it all feels really tight, which is why it's contracted. Everything tightens up. Mm. So when we look for behavior, we need to look for where the energy is going. Is someone trying to take control over me? That's our contracted masculine. So when we have people make comments saying, you're this and you're that, that's where they're coming from. When the contracted feminine's in play and she's saying, oh, my God, you've made me feel so bad and I feel bad about myself, that's where they're coming from. The thing to remember when we're dealing with people that are in contracted spaces, they are not open to change. So we have to stop looking for those people to be different We have to just acknowledge that's where they're at with compassion and look for people that have more expanded openings. Mm. Then we can reconnect with our business and we go, ah, this is actually easier and the energy flows more um, readily between you. You see more opportunities and we can let go of the fact that there is a bit of a, 
a battle going on right now online. So then contracted masculine online looks like, you know, trolling, division. Contracted feminine looks like overthinking and like maybe even like the lengthy posts where you're like, are you actually teaching me anything or adding value here? Or was that just like a journal entry of how you're feeling really unsure with the world right now? Victim mentality, those sorts of things. These two are doing a dance, right? So you'll have someone go from being overly controlling and then when you might call them out, their response is the victim. That's the vibrational dance that's happening. That's why they're not open to change is because there's no space there for them to see anything else but how do I make myself feel safe and how do I control this environment? So a lot of people in their unresourceful, the contracted feminine will say, I've got so much to share and I've got so much wisdom, but I don't feel safe. The coast is not clear. So I'm going to retreat and I'm going to wait and I'm going to get really, really annoyed and pissed off and victim about it. So last of all, then, what are the strategies as business owners? And, you know, I speak a lot about consistency and I think consistency can get a really bad rap because ultimately when we're referring to consistency, it's more talking about like, how can we within our own nature, within our own makeup, be consistent in a way that creates trust for our audience. Doesn't necessarily mean that you have to post every single day. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to post on the same day each week, but it does mean consistency so that you can build trust. And so with that in mind, knowing that the aim is to be consistent and keep showing up online, what are the strategies that we can adopt as business owners to keep doing that in a way where we're expanded into our our own truth and our ultimate expansive energy without being in those contracted energies. So the first thing is to remember that energy can only do two things. It can only contract or expand. So you get to choose Mm, which one do you want to be in. Your body will tell you exactly where you are. One will feel tight and you'll feel like you can't speak and the other one will be curious and it will make you feel like there's more on offer. So when we get used to what that feels like for ourselves, we start to build this blueprint of, okay, I've gone into a bit of contraction here and that's why it feels hard. It feels hard to write that post. I feel like I'm overthinking. Now I need to get back in. We build a a platform for ourselves of our go-to moves that gets us back into expansion. Mm. So the first part is to remember that energy is only doing one or two things. You get to connect with which one, how you know when you're in which one, and then you make the decision. And the moment we make a decision that says, I want to be my expansion, whatever that is for you, we activate our expanded masculine energy, which is our trust bearer and our space holder. The moment we come through there, we go, right, I am safe. And now I'm going to play. Where is my guidance? Where is my wisdom? Where is my movement? So we have this way of knowing really clearly, oh, okay, other way, wrong way, go back. We shake off the energy and we move because I can only do one or two things. The other thing is that energy loves to be expanded. So the more expanded you are, the more it's going to give you. It's going to give you more wisdom. It's going to give you more intuition. It's going to give you that more connection. You'll see opportunities. Oh, oh, I can actually communicate this to my people right now who I can see are contracted. However, I know when I talk about things that make them feel calm, they respond. Let's do more of that. 
So we start to find where our clients can expand easily. And we remember, we're talking about little chunks of information. If we're putting offers out there that go, here is your massive transformation, they might not feel they can climb that mountain right now. So we need to give them those little bitty, itty bitty steps. So that's the first place is remember that you can only be doing one or two things. You get to decide. You're in control of where your energy goes and what that vibration will be. When we're in that expanded space, finding the ways that you love to be there because how I love to be there will be different to you. Mm. you Your morning routine of sitting in gratitude and pulling cards may be the way that you access your expansion. For other people, it might be a dance-off on YouTube. Like there are different ways we get there. So find that out for ourselves and embed that into our daily life. And when we feel like that we're moving into a contracted space, we decide to stop and we move more into the expansion. So we're training our energy to feel the contrast and it will switch really quickly. It's a beautiful thing when we work with vibration. It switches really, really easily. We don't need to do a, you know, six-week process or deconstructing a wound. We don't go to any of those spaces. We just really understand how a contraction feels to us and then when it's time for us to shift and move. Because it happens really quickly, Elliot, it can surprise us sometimes that it's actually that easy, that expansion is actually always available to us. We don't need to heal the contracted to find our expanded. It's always there. There's nothing to do other than to decide to go there. I relate to that so much. So um, Che often says to me, and he has been saying this since he's been home from sea and we spend every day together. He's like, you are like Melbourne. Sometimes you are four seasons in one day. (laughs) And uh, I'm like, yeah, because I know how to move through things fast. Like I know how to shift my state quickly. And I know that it's a choice. And I also know that I don't want to sit in those places for a very long time. I know how to let emotion move through me without attaching to it. And so obviously I'm talking about things in addition to looking at it through an energetic lens right now, but I'm like, I really, really get that because I can see how, yeah, it, it is available to us. And so it's knowing what tools you can, you know, essentially draw on for you to be able to change your state in that way. And it's important to remember because when we're in a contracted space, especially the contracted masculine, it will tell us that you're bad, you're not good at what you do, you need to pay your dues, you need to heal your wounds before you'll be accepted. Like we look for perfection and control. Mm. But the truth of energy is the expansion is just sitting there going, look, just come over here, like just hop this way and it will all change. So there's nothing for us to be guilty for or that we have to pay because I've gone to contracted energy. It's yeah. it's only a contrast. And when we think about it that way, we can use it really, really well to our advantage. It's when we get stuck in it and we think that's where we get our power from that that gets really confusing and holds us back. I've loved this conversation with you so much. Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you want to share or anything that feels incomplete based on what we've talked about or just anything that you would want to add as a closure of this conversation? Just one reminder to the people that are listening that are feeling disheartened in their business because they know they've got so much to offer, but they've challenged to find the space right now where they feel like they're safe. Mm. We need more people like you. So don't retreat. We actually need your energy in the world. We need you to be 
the people that reset the standard. Contraction is not our standard anymore. We need people to lead with their expansion. So, yes, you might be disheartened, but please don't walk away and please don't give up because this is how we create change in the world. Marie, can you please share how my peeps can find you if they want to know more about you? I know you've got a really amazing workshop coming up that I'd love for you to chat through. Yeah, tell us more. I do have a workshop coming up next week about, it's actually called How to Expand Your Vibration. I work with people that want to know how to hold that space of expansion so they can create and lead change. Leaders, the idea of leadership right now is like, what? How have we put up with this for so long? But what do we do differently and how do we do it differently? So I teach people how to step through and understand vibration at an instance. We map it. And this workshop is going to teach people about what is the vibrational dance that we need right now to create divine leadership. How do we hold ourselves in our power when we're in challenging conversations? And what is our unique energy to us? So it's a fun, interactive workshop. I'd love if people are interested to come and, you know, join me and connect. That would be amazing. And you can find out more about it. My life's pretty easy. Just go to Instagram. It's all there. Yeah, so Marie Eddings on Instagram with a double E in Marie. Thank you so much for this conversation. I've loved it. I love you. And I am so, so grateful for your time today and also for having you in my life. You are just an incredible woman who I admire dearly. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ali. This has been so much fun. Thank you for having me. 